0: Howdy, welcome to another episode of Canon Calls. This week I have recurring guest Darren Doane. He may have the most guest appearances on Canon Calls of everyone. I think so. I think that checks out. Darren Doane is on to talk about the release of his show, All My Friends Are Heretics, now on Canon Plus. The first set of videos that you can find are all Pastor Wilson covering each of his controversies. If you have found yourself on the website, the Bird site, Twitter, you have surely seen the Doug Wilson derangement syndrome. You've seen the memes, maybe, if you are on Facebook. There's a whole page dedicated to sort of quoting Pastor Wilson in context or out of context and uh, essentially saying, look how bad this is, look how crazy he is. Darren pulls the best of those quotes. He covers controversies, controversies that have happened within Christchurch during his tenure there. You can find all of this in Darren Doan's series, All My Friends Are Heretics. You can find it at Canon Plus now. That's mycanonplus.com. Subscribe so we can continue to do great things, great content, and you can have it all at your fingertips right there at mycanonplus.com. Without further ado, Meet Darren Doan. Darren Doan, welcome back.
1: I'm swallow my gum.
0: That's punk rock.
1: It's probably one of my earliest... Vices? No. Although I wonder what would be one of my earliest vices. But that gum was, swallowing was... That was good. Was... And you're not supposed to swallow your gum, right? No. W- why?
0: Well, it stays in there. You don't digest it.
1: Right. That's what we were told. Right. right. I remember at some point, honestly, and this isn't like a, how to have a cute story and make yourself look good. Like, you know, oh, look at me, you know, but.
0: Well, let's call a spade a spade
1: though. Well, I remember being in, I don't know, probably like fifth or sixth grade and eating Starbursts. Okay. And chewing them and swallowing them and thinking to myself. It's the same thing. Or so yes, I was telling myself, sure. like, I'm pretty much, you're eating candy. It's got a very similar, right? Yep. yep. Um, Like, if I can swallow Starburst, why can I not
0: swallow? How much more than gum? This is classic Little Doan, a right. fortiori arguments. Right. Right. So it's sort of like an early, like, well,
1: I think I can swallow gum. And, Funny enough, like as trivial as that seems, like when I became a Christian, so much of life was like that, <laughs> right? Of what people had told uh-huh. me about yeah. the Bible and God and faith and different things. And then of course we get into politics or economics are, we're, we're told so many things you kind of go, well, is that true? Right. Now it is true that gum doesn't break down the way a starburst does. Right but it moves right through you right the, out. the exact same way. Yeah. And the wives' tale, the old wives' tale, which I don't know if that's exp- that expression like literally could be a hate crime now, right? It could, like, be. Old it could wives be, but you're tale. at the right place. Right, yeah, we can say that here, <laughs> was that it took seven years to digest. Okay, that's, that's right. what I heard growing up. Okay. And so it's not like it was kind of right, like it was the exact opposite. Right, it went right through, like right away. Day after, right. tops. And so to this day, like I enjoy gum, um, but there's nothing worse than having to discard your gum because now you got to carry the wrapper with you, right? To right. maybe do that or spit right. it out, you know, like it's just, are, you know, you're in the, yeah. And then, but once I had, but I freed myself yes. from that lie bondage, that, that bondage <laughs> yeah. of gum chewing and what to do with it. And, and just now I just swallow it and taught my kids the exact same thing. All of your friends are heretics. Is that true? I mean, it certainly it certainly seems like it. It seemed like it from day one when I became a Christian. Okay. I was right next to a big um, it wasn't a Calvary church, um, Chuck Smith really, but it was called Calvary. And it it was pretty much, you know, it would have fallen in line with a Chuck Smith Calvary Chapel yep. style. Um and so on day one of being a Christian, I became a Christian around reformed. Postmillennial, partial preterists, theonimus um, people. So from day one, literally everyone was like, "Okay, those people that brought you to the faith are heretics." You know, I remember pretty early on as well, kind of branching out, but like not really branching out because I was reading like NT Wright. Like before everyone started calling NT Wright a heretic, like I'm reading NT Wright because as I'm looking more into the tradition I was brought into, which what we all do as Christians, right? We become a Christian, whoever brings us to Christ, whoever God brings us, we explore that subset, Yep. right? If a charismatic leads you to Christ, you know, you're probably reading Finney at some point. You're probably, I mean, you're, Pink, you're learning about his Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, you're just learning the history of, of the trajectory of how you got brought into the kingdom. And so reading that stuff and then, Wanting to learn about AD 70 and then sort of Second Temple Judaism. Well, I mean, anything I would read on Second Temple Judaism, they were it was from N. T. Wright. So I was reading N. T. Wright as like the foremost scholar on the subject. I wasn't reading right on homosexuality. I wasn't reading right on evolution I wasn't Economics. Economics. Yeah, right. n- like none of that, right? But one by one, everyone that I found in my journey. Everyone said, "Well, they're heretics." Well, they're heretics. Well, they're heretics. Whether that was, or that view is heretical. Whether it was postmillennialism. Whether it was theonomy. Whether it was Second Temple Judaism. Whether it was a particular view of AD seventy. Whether it was the dating of the Book of Revelation. Whether it was Ken Gentry, yeah. Gary Demar, Doug Wilson, Nate Wilson.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, um, even when it was sort of outside of this group, you know, I. Was very fortunate enough to, you know, early on as a Christian, spend a lot of time um with a guy named Greg Kolkel, who ran to and Ministries. God. Greg was a big mentor of, you know, mine, um, JP Moreland, um, kind of all Azusa people, a guy named Frank Beckwith. These were all amazing apologists. And Frank went to Rome, you know, and then it was like, well, you can't be friends with Frank because he became a Catholic. And um, JP Moreland, um, you know, gets too charismatic, you know, um, Greg Koukl's like reformed in his apologetics, but he's not pre-sup as, you know, but he's not presup. So, you know, and then Van Til, Van, you know, Van Til's a heretic, he denies this. And then of course I became friends with James Jordan. And then at some point, like five or six years ago, oh, he denies nature, you know, anything called nature and regeneration. And, you know, so he's a heretic, you know lightheart oh lighthearts now you know you know he's a heretic now because he's ash wednesday i don't know what what whatever it was you know they're wearing you know i mean so I, so it really it wasn't just a a catchy title that i thought would be interesting for a, for a podcast series it has just really felt that in my personal journey literally all my friends are heretics according to somebody what do you think this says about you i w- i would like to think that what it says about me as an incredibly deeply flawed person, because um, I because I wouldn't want the answer to be again something that's like <laughs> the answer is because I'm so you know is therefore because I'm so amazing. Um, you can be a complete dirtbag who beats your wife, and if you can show up every morning to change tires on the side of the road, you're probably going to have a job forever. Like that doesn't justify your behavior. So my answer isn't trying to justify or make me something that, that I know I'm not, but for whatever reason, I've been able to go from A to Z very, very quickly in regards to just where am I trying to go? And, and so somehow having the ability to be oddly objective in a subjective pursuit of things, I just look around and I go, well, what are we trying to do? What are, you know, where are we trying to get to? You know, and okay, well, where'd that come from? Okay, well, who wrote this? Well, what okay. just a genuine curiosity right, but that can that genuine curiosity um can can get you places very, very quickly if for some reason you're not really attached to any one team, yeah, unless the team is just a bunch of heretics, <laughs> right? but um, I would just you know. Especially in this day and age, it's so easy to just argue with people. I know we say all the time online and all that stuff, but um, I remember seeing I remember there were times when I know Doug and um Lightheart were going at it over something. And then Lightheart came into town to give a talk and then they debated something and like they're friends. The buildup, if you were watching, looked like, "Whoa, well, they got a big." There's a big, and they got you. Hey, how you doing? And they're yeah. Hugging and shaking hands and yeah. talking, and it was like, you know, so there's, there's, there's the, there's the thing we see that that's out there, but you can also be cordial and hang out with people, and, um, and so for me it was just always, well, I just, um, at least from a theological standpoint, I was just looking to see, I was when I got brought into the faith i was just encouraged by people to to try to think about these things and if this then what and what does that mean and you're told to study the bible and um but that's a very it's a very dangerous thing to actually study the bible like it's like pe- people want you to do that but i don't think the majority of people want you to have any real convictions outside of um kind of just being Maybe nice, or are just being controlled. At, at at the least, just just be a controlled, mature person, and the gospel will do that for you, and it will, and it does. Um, but once you go beyond that, um, I I, I would almost say it's kind of a kind of a curse. Me, on, yeah, me, me, me. But like me, I'm reading sure. the Bible and taking it seriously. And I always preface, I didn't call you to say, hey, Jake, I really want to talk about me today, so can you invite me on Canon Carl? You're in the chair right?
0: though, this, is, this fits.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, but like, I didn't yeah. ask, right? Yeah. I didn't, call I you called me out of I nowhere and said, you. hey, will you come and talk, right? Yep. So, um, I'm not trying to get a, f- <laughs> I'm not trying to get a fix. There's a lot of hedging
0: today, Doan.
1: Well, I don't want to get, a, I get, a, I just, it's, I, I think it's important because I I wasn't trying to get a fix of myself today. I wasn't trying yeah. to get a That's dopamine right. I'm rush. I'm
0: interviewing you, this is, this is right. this fits the form.
1: Right. Um, if you start to read the Bible and study the Bible, um, it seems as though it will only really mess things up for you in regards to where you fit, because you're not going to find, which is why I think I'm probably a mess of a person, because you can get someone like a Doug Wilson, where he's a mess in one sense. He himself is not a mess, but he's created a mess. Yes. Yep. Right. He's not a mess. Because the maturity of who he is is one of the most phenomenal human beings, you know. I think literally on the planet, he's not a mess, but he creates messes. You know, I, I never had Doug's maturity. I never had whatever people like Doug have had and really amazing, solid, strong Christians that I know. So the Bible for me only keeps making me more of a mess in regards to, well, where do you land? You know, like, well, where do you like, you, you told me to read the Bible. Yeah. You, you told me that there was a context, there was a historical scenario, there was all these things, right? Yeah. And then when you go, okay, and, and you take that seriously, and it's like, well, we're actually not really happy with the conclusions that you came up with. And you're like, I, I literally fall... It's like the laws of thermodynamics with an evolutionist. Okay. And you say, these are the five laws, whatever they are, right? I forget what they are. Um, but you can't get something from nothing. I think that falls into one of the laws. Something can't come from nothing. Or everything's burning out. Everything is, right. Now, those two things, if you start with their laws. It defeats. It defeats everything. It doesn't, right. And when and when you're encouraged to study as a Christian, based on how they tell you, there's a context, there's a historical, grammatical, what, whatever you want as far as in conservative groups. Yep. And if you do that, you will be a heretic. Very, very quickly.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> certainly make people nervous around you. I remember in uh, college, I got a hold of my first Jim Jordan book. Mm-hmm. And it certainly had the thrill of uh, my hat's backwards and I'm about to hit a mailbox. You know, that kind of like, ooh, you know? <laughs> so there was a little bit of, because you knew it was kind of naughty? S- certainly. Really? Yeah, certainly wow. well, it was. A, you
1: know, it was a- See, I didn't, see, I didn't, I, it's interesting. because I never knew the stuff I was going to was naughty. Yeah. It just turned out it was naughty.
0: Well, it happened in Bible college. So I was very privy yeah, no, to, uh, to sort of the lay of the land and then what was off of the land. And <laughs> it's really how I made it through Canon's um, catalog back then was just sort of this with this sort of thrill of like, woo, this is fun. Yeah. Um, now, you took this sort of concept and you went and did a bunch of interviews with your friends. Yes. Who are... Um, who are at least, at the very least, not kosher, at the utmost considered absolute heretics right. by a, a particular set of people. Right. Um I'm curious now that those are done, what did you come away with? Is there anything that surprised you? Like you you had this idea, concept, I imagine. Did it go to exactly as planned? Did anything?
1: Um I I started with Doug. Yep. And with no there was there was no expectation or um, I just wanted to start doing these. Yeah. Like I just wanted to sit down with people and, you know, now we sit and we go, oh, well, you know, this is the Rogan style, three-hour conversations. Um, I actually never thought much about Rogan doing it. I actually thought way more about Howard Stern because you don't, you don't get Rogan without Howard Stern. The idea of any kind of radio format, but radio, then he goes to Sirius XM. And when he goes to Sirius X m before we have a thing called podcasting, Howard Stern goes there and he's doing four or five hour shows on Sirius X m interviewing people talking with people. I mean, he was podcasting, he was just yep. doing his radio show, yeah, right? So I always thought more like that, um as opposed to Rogan. and so I just kept thinking oh, i I'd, I'd like to just sit down and talk for four or five hours. even Rogan doesn't do five hours or you know like um but Howard Stern used to back in the in the day and I was like yeah if, if I could just I just I wanted to sit down and have some clarity on people that I personally like am influenced by but I see inconsistencies like I want to poke a bit and ask questions a little bit of investigative journalism on how they're thinking and why they're thinking certain ways it was purely selfish. Like I, I really thought, like I just I I want to do this, and so what surprised me, um, especially on this first round with with Doug, I did not see the what it's done for people. I did not see that coming. It wasn't something I prayed for. It wasn't. No, you I mean it wasn't. No, yeah. That no, wasn't like. Yeah. It was. <clears throat> it wasn't a minis- It wasn't a ministry like I'm going to talk to Doug at all these new people moving to Moscow this would probably be good to have something on the record i l- I, l- I didn't think of any of that and so when it got out it was the closest thing in my own personal life of what i guess a hit if you're a band if you had an overnight hit that just hit the radio and went like as soon as it was released like the next day people were calling me yeah. people were stopping me people who actually thought like didn't even like me and they might not and they might not like me but they <laughs> that might be
0: true but they appreciated who, the work
1: who i passed by a lot of times and there's there's people i see in town here that i know and i think they might know me you know but we don't talk it may, maybe a look or you never like stop like stopped me thank you so much nice for doing this and then they would tell their story i was like what just happened like i so I, yeah so there was a huge surprise something i did not expect what would, would happen and so i'm kind of glad now that i got a bunch already in the can because i think now if i did it after that response yep. i would have been very i i would have been a little messed up on like what am i doing now am i trying to help people right. am i trying to it was sort of like i got five or six done doug being the first one and So I was like, wow, I'm real. Okay. So it it may now just be that only five or six ever come out of (laughs) my friends are heretics, you know, but so that, that shocked me in a way, you know, and then even having the relationship between Natalie Greenfield and Doug
0: Wilson, there being reconciliation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, I think from a, you know, yeah, uh, well, you can at least mention what is public, I guess, at this point or
1: yes. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You know, when, when
1: before I got to Moscow, I was, you know, I was reading every, um, what do we call them? Controversy that, you know, was, you know, was supposedly back in the early days when it was yep. you, Green Baggins or I'd find all these weird websites that were all anti-Moscow yeah. sites and anti-Doug, but they weren't websites yet. I mean, they were, we talked a little bit about yep. this in past inter- interviews, you know, back at the day, you would just find a WordPress site or something and it would just all be scary. Spaced yeah. out, scattered stuff, and you weren't quite sure what you were reading. People would release like private chat room conversations, yep. outing people. And Doug Wilson said this, or Jim Jordan, are there I, I I, but I didn't know what was really going on. I was like, who are these people? So if I would read about all these controversies in Moscow. Um, the majority of them that were coherent and that had narratives were the ones that got me up here to Moscow. They were, they were, they had a beginning, middle, and end. And the resolution that the opposition was saying as the gotcha, I was saying, that's amazing. If that's a true story yeah. and that's the gotcha and that's the, the opposition is saying, this is the punchline. I was like, I'm all in. I, these seem like really great people. So I was aware of all that. And then when I got here, um, a lot, I realized there was these cycles They they would kind of keep these controversies would keep coming. And it it seemed like every time Moscow was growing a little bit, these controversies would kick back up. And the people that don't like Moscow, the people here in town, and of course now people all over the world who don't like Moscow and Doug Wilson um, or Christchurch, um, these things would get bigger and bigger. Um, One of those being um, with Natalie Greenfield. And from the moment I got here, I would see Natalie everywhere. You know, my son was in wrestling and um i would see her at wrestling i think one one of her kids was doing wrestling um so i i would see her around you know um i always saw natalie around you know and then as the controversies would kind of kick back up again um it was one that had a face to it some of the other controversies there's aren't really faces to
0: it right you don't see them yeah after. i mean even
1: the you know even with steven sittler i just met steven sittler for the first time a month or two ago, like face to face.
0: How long have you lived here?
1: Eight years. Yeah, and I knew I went to church with him. I Man, I knew all that stuff. I never knew what he looked like. Yeah, you know, and then we were giving away a TV. You <laughs> know, um, big like ninety-inch TV. We put it on the church. You know, hey, you know, Kirker, whatever we have there. Yeah, you know, come and get it, list and. Couple showed up, and husband and his wife, and then was carrying the TV, lifting it, and then and he said, "Hey, thanks so much." He goes, "Hey, I'm I'm Steven Sittler. And I was like, "Oh, hey, it's great, great to meet you, you know," and talked for a bit and chatted, and um, so I didn't even didn't have, I didn't even have a a face sure. to the yep. Sitler story, but the Greenfield
0: thing is different,
1: yeah, you know. And even in the last year, I'd gotten to know Ben Greenfield and yep. become friends with Ben Greenfield um pat obviously i've known from bootsters and stuff um but pat you don't really know if she likes you or not so you know um
0: (laughs) you you wouldn't really know how to gauge that one yes Um,
1: i like that and uh and i like pat a lot um so there were multiple things i wanted to talk to doug about um i personally had read everything in the archives
0: Again, this comes back to his personal archives or just out there on the internet archives. The churches, well, it, the churches. Every, yeah.
1: Well, I read everything online, yeah, for sure, right? That yep. you know, I'm sure I missed something, but the bulk of every accusation I read, yep, the account online, I read everything. Um, the church makes public anything they've had to deal with, yep, right. Um, I went to every update on the controversy, you know, uh, even on the Greenfield situation. They they had a church update at one point. Everyone came in and there were questions asked. And there was, you know, at some point they, there was the, you know, they did the what's it called or the CREC sent in. Yes. The Gestapo or whatever they call that. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> like they that did was. their own personal yeah. investigation. Yeah, yeah, their own personal in- investigation. Um, So there was a report. I read that, yeah. you know, um, but e- e- even reading that report, it didn't seem to to jive with everything else I had been reading. This comes back to the theme now that I realize we're talking about here. I read everything. Yeah. I read everything that was available. I was like, the thing I kept coming away with, I I didn't come away with Christchurch's innocent, Doug Wilson's amazing. I read everything and I came away with, I think Natalie Greenfield got screwed. I think Natalie Greenfield got shafted in this whole thing. I was like that's my take. Yeah. Like I was like all this is bad and she got it all. I just thought, you know, man at some point, you know, I'd like to sit down and talk to Doug about multiple things, but the Natalie Greenfield um was was you know her her story was one that I just wanted to ask about and I think maybe because it was more personal and I saw her and even the Lord bringing Ben Greenfield into my life and getting to know Ben more you know, been attending
0: Christchurch, yep. you know. Um, from what I remember in the uh, episode, you gave your take to Doug, who's sitting across from you. You know, I think she kind of... Yeah. She got the raw end of the stick of all of this. And uh, the camera goes back to Doug and he just says, the Natalie Greenfield thing is is unfor- was one of the more unfortunate things yeah. to have happened in yeah. you know, my ministry or something like that. And yeah. that felt like a huge... Right. Uh, You know, maybe our experiences are somewhat similar too with living here. Everyone seems to have had a conversation with someone else that maybe they feel like they have the edge on the topic. Right. Like, oh, well, I talked to so-and-so and and that's what you're reading is not, you know, you have like enough of those over years. You're like, I
1: wonder. And people would say that to me. And whenever I'd run into that situation, I'd say, all right, well, tell me what I don't know. I I'd I'd love to be enlightened. Like tell me. Like yep. tell me the scenario. Like tell me what you know. Yeah. Since we're in hearsay mode. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. <laughs> tell me yeah. like, you know, I remember I, I had a I had someone over I someone had confronted me a few years ago. Like oh, like over that situation. And I'd said, "Well, have you read everything?" Good at the same time, when, when i say i think she got the raw end of the stick it wasn't because i thought Christchurch did all these things bad um it was i think it i think because it was all bad she got the raw end yes, of, right. of, of the stick but at the same time i'm i'm reading the reports and i'm still not putting two and two together that this means doug wilson is a bad man right you know um and you know it was interesting because. I didn't tell anybody that I had it out. I literally finished it and I put it I put the podcast just up. Yep. And Ben Greenfield called me a few days after and as I, and and when I looked down I immediately thought, "Oh man, I just released a podcast about his sister and his family." I didn't talk to him about it. I didn't, you know. Yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I mean it just it hadn't That <clears throat> again, that's how not thinking about this whole thing I was. And uh you know, he says, "Hey, man. You know, hey, yeah. hey it's Ben Greenfield. You know, <laughs> hey, um listen to your podcast. You know, because it was good. Because it was, you know, thank you. It's good." And I was like, "And again, I, I was not prepared." Because let me know if you ever want to sit down with my dad and talk to him and interview him. And I was like, "I was like, oh, oh, again, I wasn't ready for that. At the same time, I wasn't trying to create a 360." Right, tell all. Sure
0: about this particular about
1: this particular situation, but it it was it was enough to make me go, "Wow, this one is so heavy," and it's the kind of heaviness that you realize it's so messy from so many different directions. The only way you're going to solve it is through the gospel. It's this is a blood of Jesus. This that's it. Right. You can't unpack it. You can't unravel it. It's just stained with sin everywhere. Right. <clears throat> there's there's going to be no unraveling. And so that with and then it just and it seemed like within a week. Um, I don't really check Facebook at the time. I didn't check Facebook that much. And then Ben called me again and said, my sister left you a message on Facebook just in case you don't check Facebook when let you know and I was like, whoa, you know, um and went right away and, you know, there was a message from Natalie. And I I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was reading. You know, I I couldn't like I couldn't fathom that it was, you know, that there was this, you know, it was just it was just I mean it wasn't it was it was beautiful. It was like, oh wow, like, you know, and you know, it and I think there was something, you know, and something had alluded, I think something was alluded to about like kind of thanks, you know, I'm I'm not remembering it verbatim, but what sticks with me is is there was some that when when we were doing the um I was interviewing Doug, when I had said to him, I felt like now I like got the short end of the stick. When I said it That's not what I was going to say. I believed that, but I was—I had a different trajectory in my mind for just talking with Doug, and I—and I said that. And right when I said it, I was in my mind as I'm still trying to have a conversation. I was thinking, why did I say that right now? I mean, I thought that, but that's not what I was going to say. But it came out, and I was like, kind of joking in my head. I was like, all right, well, if the spirit wants me to say that right now, I guess you know, like, okay, you know. Saying that. Yeah. And then something got alluded to like, when you said that, something happened. Something changed. And which is weird because I don't, I don't know in the midst of all the trauma that there's been, it, it just seemed weird that I think there had been so much fighting and defending that people hadn't just really stopped to say the obvious thing. Totally.
0: Yeah, any online conversation is always just like, well, that person has no clue what they're talking about.
1: And I just saw Natalie <laughs> a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: in person, you know, I was walking down the street, I saw her, you know, and we looked at each other and she walked over and gave me a hug, you know, nice. and I said, how you doing? Doing great. Great to see you. It's great to see you too, you know, like, and then literally it was even weirder because then Ben came out of Bootsers and, hey, and then Ben said, hey, have you met my dad, Gary? I said, no, He's like, you never remember my dad, Gary? Turn over and then, hey, Gary. And then, so I'm sitting there with Ben, Gary, and Natalie, and there's and there's no war. Yeah, and so it's a,
0: and and I assume it was shortly after the message you received or went and found that you had received from Natalie. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was yes, a
1: few months. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, so going back, so I had read that, and I and when she had messaged me, and just you know, her her message was 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 really really. Um, I mean, again, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't deserving of it. I wasn't. It wasn't something I was looking for. I mean, I, I, you know, and, um, and even that, I still didn't really. I don't think I really understood how much it was impacting people. Yeah, you know.
0: And so we do know. I mean, publicly, she announced that she had apologized, reconciled with with Doug. With Doug, yeah. Doug followed up on his blog and mentioned, "Here's her statement." Right everything is right. in the past, So totally short. reconciled. So yeah. short, I mean, it was. Very,
1: very Doug. Very uneventful. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was right. very uneventful. Totally. It was so short, you yeah. know? And um, which I think, ev- I think even more so makes like the point of like only the gospel does that. Yep. You know? And um, yeah, so th- to answer your question. That, the, what
0: happened just shocked me and- Just from your first interview. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. So yeah, you cover with Doug his controversies, mm-hmm. one of which being the Natalie Greenfield situation. Yep. yep. I know you guys talked about the Sittler situation. Yep. You guys go on to do that, which by the way, uh, was it NBC was just here in town and uh, meet the press. Okay. Interviewed Doug. And of course several of these come up in the interview i just watched we had a camera going oh okay for their interview and so i don't know what they'll use i think it comes out tonight by the way thursday which is thursday this comes wow. out next tuesday but yeah um so what you covered with doug is stuff that's like still still yeah uh like common parlance if someone's interviewing yes. doug you know it's yes. no one's really ashamed to sort of like be like hey i know terrible things have happened during your time as pastor right it's just sort of like yeah yeah b- brought up in the worst ways uh what else do we cover so you you did five hours with Doug correct yeah. okay
1: i think i think part five is actually i think even part five and six have not dropped yet but that's why it's really fun timing that now it's all going to be coming to canon impre- can can plus
0: canon press canon press canon plus, plus. <laughs> to canon plus Plus. Um, all of those, so everyone will be very eager to see all of that because it's Doug. Yeah, who, who, who else is in the series? <laughs> I don't want to say yet. <laughs> I mean, it, it's
1: like I guess. I, 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 I'm, like I said, I, I'm, I'm even not going to say yet. And I okay. said, because I'm, I'm still, I'm still wondering which ones I will release, release not. you know, um, I think now where I'm rethinking things is I I understand the impact of these, or at least the potential yeah. impact of these now. Um, so maybe I'm taking it a little bit more, not seriously, but Unselfishly. You know, I don't want, I know whatever image I may have in, in some sense, but I don't, I actually don't, I don't like controversy, I don't like fighting, I don't, you know, I was- Unlike your friends it seems. Well, that's why that's why I'm always so impressed with my friends. Yeah. You know, like... I was Depending t- on
0: who they are, I guess I only know one of them. Yeah,
1: you know, I was telling someone, you know, through, through the pandemic, the level of anxiety I had walking into a local grocery store without a mask on, looking at a sign that says, you need to wear a mask, um, I stopped going into grocery stores because I was so scared to break the rule. It's not very punk rock. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, no. So I, I, yeah. I 100%. like, but like anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's a combination of I actually don't, I don't like, I don't mind. It, it's just weird. It just it revealed something that like I I actually don't, I, I really don't like being around tension. Yeah. 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 And so, I'm, I'm even trying to rethink a lot of the things I'm doing and how I'm doing them um, there. And it turns out I'm able to be around controversies. I'm yeah. able to be in fights. Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I don't want to. So there's something between like the ability to and ought just because yeah. you can, doesn't mean you ought to. Sure. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I really don't, want to start any more fights and what I was doing out of just kind of a hobby I don't want that to turn into I don't want to assume that they're all going to have these maybe maybe really it's a fairy tale ending what happened with Doug and Natalie um I don't want to th- be like oh I'm I really am living out disney endings with the series I'm doing like I don't I don't know I feel like I got lucky on one yeah. I don't want to cause any more fights. I don't want to, I think, and, and, and even for Christchurch in Moscow, you know, I'm not the one that gets to set the tone by by any means. Um, but I have an opinion and I don't think we need controversies right now. I don't think we need fights right now. I think Christchurch and Moscow, what we need right now with the growth we've had, is actually a good dose of inward evangelicalism and getting to know everyone that's moved in here and making sure people don't feel lost or disconnected um if i can live here and know everybody yep everybody yep and still feel lost and disconnected at times and i came at a time when it was a lot easier to meet people have access to people all all that sort of stuff um
0: real estate <laughs>
1: the delta was yeah you know um it you know i went to a volleyball game the the other night my daughter's game she she's she's an eighth grade i was like i don't think i know anyone else on the team i don't know i don't know i don't know who these I don't know who these kids are and these parents are so kind of what i want to start trying to do in the community is i I want to go big on what I think the next uh, what Moscow needs, you know? And so um, like, I, I, I want to, I want to start with like a, a business owners steak night once a month. I want to start with, Hey, if you're a business owner in any way, shape or form, you know what I mean? As
0: a small business owner myself. Yes. Darren, I would love to eat your steak.
1: Yeah. And I was like, well, that's going to cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah. and, I, and I've got to buy more grills. And I was like, you know what? I'll buy. What can I bring? That's the point. I, I don't want anyone to bring. I oh, just. Oh, Darren. No, but that's like, I, I blow money all the time. You know, like that's, you know, it's what you do as a business owner. You, you blow money and you try things, you know. And I know what it's like to be a business owner. It's like, and, but also know being here in Moscow and, those little events, those little get togethers here can can do a lot. Now we're gonna have a lot of people show up and I'm and I'm assuming it's literally gonna be three thousand dollars in in steaks and I'm gonna buy I want to get three more grills, put it down there, and just start grilling. People come and it's a it's a steak and a beer or a soda, like what just sit and just say, Hey, like let's let's just let's just hang out. Like let's just let's get to know what everyone is doing, you know not here to pitch steak night, but the the point is, is I'm more interested right now in saying, or asking the question, how can I really help this community? And again, I think there's a, you know, I'm, be because, well, it might be a separate subject, it's up chief when I go into it, but uh, but running that A to Z thing real quick, um, this this dominion living, um, it's just talk like these, these reform post mill, no controversies, Darren, dominion living, no, like, you don't know what no controversies, is. Darren, but you don't, Yeah, it's a, you know, your, 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 your little woodshed project on the weekend is not taking dominion. And so I'm watching, that's why I went pretty quiet on social. I'm just watching now. I'm watching everything that I'm interested. In. I'm just, I'm just watching, you know, whether it be the state of branding, advertising, marketing, but Christendom reform. This world, like I'm, I'm just watching all the things that I'm connected to. I'm just, I'm watching and I'm looking to see what appears to be easy for people to talk about and and act like they're they're doing, and so. I want to start first and foremost with some kind of a filter. And I think business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are actually doing things. Skin in the game. Skin in the game, right? Not not weekend dominion. Chicken coops. Yeah, that's that's cute. You know what I mean? That's just Portland. That's just Portland hipster. You know what I mean? Um, No, there's, I think it's something much different. And so wanting to then get, to and around the people who I think have skin in the game. I think dominion has to require skin in the game. There has to be a loss. There has to be a loss somewhere, the potential yep. of a loss. Risk. Yeah. Yep. You know? So is there dominion in mowing your lawn? I don't know.
0: It's- hell, I get it's it. the alphabet of like, dominion. I get it. Yeah.
1: You know? Um, But the skin in the game- I'm glad you said that. I just think that the skin in the game, the 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 downside of of loss potentially, that's where that's where dominion will be defined in my assessment. That no one asks of you, and even I brought up the subject. So,
0: yeah, it certainly seems to be the prerequisite of like real progress. I mean,
1: you're, you're 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 a business owner now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I've seen you on a couple nights where you look <laughs> beat. Yeah loss yeah loss of sleep loss of finances loss of relationship loss of whatever when when you have skin in the game you you are in a perpetual state of loss of death of, of dying and that to me yeah that's that's where that's what i want to be around and then i think collectively i think then yeah i think the body of christ in that subset i think Can begin to possibly do something, but that's the charismatic in me. I don't know. I just know God is putting on my heart, which I think we're still allowed to say. I think so, right? Um, Doing that, I don't know why. It's hard to articulate, but it's on my. If something's on your heart, over and over, and I can see the grills, and I can see the steaks, and I can see people, and I can see. I, I don't know why, right? Everyone says you gotta know your why. What's your why? I don't. I don't know. I think when the spirit begins to do things, I don't know the why. I just know it's not immoral, right? Checks and, it, and che- it's continually on my heart.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think if somebody you know tracked maybe your episodes, the community has been a a part of each of our episodes. I think to some degree. Yeah. Starting with, you know, at six years ago. I was like in the warehouse, and you were like, "I told you I was planning on taking hopefully some cool principles home." That's right, and you, That's right. you were like, "I think like we're a long way. Moscow is not done. It should right. not be considered a completed project to be replicated." Right? Um and you think that was a fair assessment? Now, totally, totally. Okay. I I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, asking. You, no, I genuinely think we're at a very fascinating time of of uh, of Moscow's. I slowed down on that, too, because I met people
1: after that episode, too, who later in later years were like, I was going to leave. And I heard that episode, (laughs) and I was like, oh,
0: no. Because I was like, they should have left. They should (laughs) have been joking. Yeah. And then we I know one of them was like, we called one of our episodes theological topography, I think, of just like, (laughs) you know, the theology of place and- Oh, right. Yeah. You living, you being there and- I'll try the kind of way it's laid out and some of The way it's laid out, like how Main Street makes a huge difference- in yes. moscow i think um and that was before i had skin in the game on main street right um back when you were single yeah 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 dude check this thing out
1: does the podcast does this world know you're married now Have you I, had think an so. yeah. okay. I think so yeah i think they do okay
0: yeah yeah i if uh we start doing more video everybody would see that i just play with this ring constantly. yeah
1: that's right i can see it if this yeah. is just audio he's wearing yeah. a ring and uh, you know and who I, and does that a lot
0: wife. most everybody Most every guy. I've noticed does play with their ring a lot, but Chael Sonnen on camera does he it? just oh, plays really? with this constantly. Are yeah. we about to go down this rabbit hole? I think if it, of MMA. I think we've lost plenty of people maybe by now that it's probably time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's uh, it's an interesting, did you watch that last card? Yeah. Did you feel like at the end of it, should I have paid for this or did you appreciate you appreciated it? the sort that's my the, vice uh, yeah that's my
1: that's my one vice that's been my one vice consistently for pay-per-views. Oh, back in the day buying the the vhs and then the dvds and, and the pay-per-views it's it is my yeah i think it's my only vice it is my only like <laughs> it is my only vice. I, I don't he's on the
0: record here <laughs>
1: i'm pretty no i mean it's it's yeah. i i was you know our hobby but i mean yeah. like I, I think it really is my only hobby. my my only vice is, is watching the, and it's just the UFC. I don't like, even back in the day, like I still couldn't get excited for a Strikeforce fight. Or, sure. Any of the other know. companies. I mean, even the, what was the one that eventually folded into the UFC? They brought one, up all the little dudes. Was well, it one? ECW or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Championship. It was something, something. but it's yeah. where, you know, by the way, I didn't realize it got brought up in one of the fights. They said, so-and-so was the first person to do the, to do the calf kicks. You know who that was? And I was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And, I, and it took me a second. Do you know who the first fighter? Huh, to bring in the the low calf kick? No, Benson Henderson. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's like my dad's UFC.
1: You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was the first. And now it's like it was like, why, why are you kicking someone's calf? Yeah, right. You know, and now we know, like, yeah, like that's because it that's it really that ruins really ruins people and that got brought up i think during the 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 fight on the low on the low cap kicks but um yeah no it was definitely it was a weird one but every now and again you feel one of these and you go okay something's gonna i mean do we even have a champion in any division right now
0: i haven't even thought about 205 in years (laughs) yeah i mean that's my point. yeah you know
1: like, I guess bender's the best fighter in the world. But then again, I feel he, like he everybody... did go up a weight class for fun and got beat. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was like, and relatively, like, it was pretty, like, so, like, I don't even know if we have any. I don't think so. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like where we're at right now in the in the UFC is, it's like back in the day with Saturday Night Live, you just, all of a sudden you realize it might be a couple of years until there's an, a, there's a cast. I mean, it's never going to happen again for SNL, but I mean, but we're at that point now where it's like, you know, I just don't, I I don't know what, what we're doing, you know, with, you know, there's just really no one to, you know, everything's, everything's, I blame. um, You blame the ESPN. I blame Khabib. Oh, yeah. Okay. I really do. Nice. I think Khabib. That's probably, he is a- <laughs> I mean, he ruined everything. Yeah. He ruined Conor McGregor. If you take out Conor McGregor, you take out the UFC. We've not recovered.
0: Yeah. And, and then all his buddies coming over with the for- same beard and last yeah, name are just right. literally destroying people with like 17 syllables. Yeah. The, you uh, know, it's also annoying how little time he spent there. That, that's his, the amount of whole yes. fights he had is like a third of John Jones's title defenses. Right. And you're like, he right. was here for a cup of coffee. But thanks, John Jones, for
1: giving us nothing. You know, it's for like the last even three John, years. Yeah. yeah so it's <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like, there's no. So, right. Habib comes in, and I think he is, you know, I mean. Did you see
0: he was uh, saying it's, it's always the only thing I do appreciate about Habib is his uh, conservativeness. Yeah. Because sure. he's a Muslim. Yeah. A r- real one. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about the Hamzat fella having no muslims like, around him. He was like this guy needs better people around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which no, you it, know as you're watching you're like, yeah, that probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, you know. And, you yeah. know. But
1: that whole thing was weird and that this whole card was weird and um Tony Ferguson's not Tony Ferguson anymore like so that's what I mean by there's moments in the UFC when everything is just Ooh, I could just, it's all, and it's going to be rebuilt. There's going to be something. I was going to say, do you think, so we'll just bring oh, yeah. it to media. Will yeah. they,
0: uh, will ESPN resign them? Will they re-up? hundred percent because their okay. numbers are through the roof. Yeah.
1: I mean, e- everything is, you know, so it doesn't really matter, but they will, yeah, they're, they're going to, um, continue to be, you know, the most successful, you know, I think sport on the planet and,
0: um, do you think other, are they the NFL, like no one's really interested in other companies at this point? Well, the. Because <gasps> speaking of, Habib has one. Yeah. Eagle, no, Eagle I don't. FC and then uh, Nate Diaz just started one. Yeah. Do these matter? My sense is no, they don't matter. That's my sense. Could totally be wrong. You know what I mean? Like I, I, we.
1: We could be missing the indie revolution yeah. of fight coming up because yeah. now we're the old guys that don't yep. get it, you know. Don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like and that that could be happening, right? You know. Yeah. Um, but the fact that like I'm actually interested in some boxing matches now, like yeah. Anderson Silva. Yep. Is it Jake Paul? I confused the Paul. Jake,
0: yep. Um which chill did a uh, he he uh, moderated the last thing it was very fun.
1: Oh really? See, I, I, that's I mean like so. So it's interesting. So even the things that are not the UFC have to come from the UFC in a very interesting way um, with like Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. Like yep. I'm really interested in that fight, you know? Right. Um, so it's- Does Conor ever win again? Boy, that's a, I mean, clearly they could throw him a bum.
0: I don't think they, I don't think he'll
1: take well, it. I don't think we have, at this point, even the young kids coming in, I don't think there's any bums in the UFC like right now. Um and so, boy, I still can't imagine he's going to come back and fight. I don't, I mean, it just seems weird that he's going to fight. I mean, did he fight well, Dustin a, in front of anybody? That was a crowd, right? Oh, that, yeah. that was live, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Because he, he was yelling his, and screaming and all that. We saw his that. leg. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I just meant the fight before that was quiet, right? I don't think so. I thought their second fight was They saved him every
0: time for Krauts. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, But yeah, I don't, you know, I just, I think I've said it before, but I just don't know where the motivation would come. Why would you want to, I mean, I just don't think you can have that dog in you when you've done what what, what he's accomplished on what he's done. Do these fighters, what they have to go through, the mindset you need to have training camps and in between camps and fights, like I, you know. I get an extra four grand on my bank account and I start relaxing like, yeah, so uh, what 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 and I, I have to push myself like what do you what do you do with with an extra hundred million like why would you want to and now you're getting older they're just uh, you know all these things seem to work against, against. and at this point he's and only got natural, a left right? and at this point he's only got a left he's not using his leg kicks he's not like how would you throw a leg after what happened to this oh, that's what I mean like i, I just I just think now with that, uh, uh, you know, like I just, everything about it makes me uncomfortable. And I think with Connor. I don't want to talk about it. There's going to there's it, gonna be, gonna I know, it but I think there's, that's their death. We need a resurrection yeah. for the, for the UFC. So, you know, um, I mean, there's no way someone's still listening, but this is great. But this is, this is what me and you do when we get together.
0: Thank you for coming, Darren. It's
1: great being here and I'm excited. Lots of good stuff coming to. Canon Plus and a bunch of new series. We're also going to have series two, is um season two of um Collision Through New Eyes. I mean, right. There's a there's a bunch of great stuff coming, so I'm excited with everything that Canon is doing. I mean, you guys have revamped structurally, internally, platform wise. You 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 guys have not stopped. It's a circus. Yeah, I mean, so um, I'm excited. It's great to be here. Thanks,
0: Darren. Thanks, Jake.